Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. As the new year starts, I want to remind you of a few things. And by the way, thank you for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. It has given me life, purpose. What else has it given me? It's given me a life spine, something I have not had uh, before. A vine to pull me out of my quicksand a lot. Okay. Uh, I have a few things I want to remind you of. One is stop hitting pause on life waiting for the thing to happen or the person to come or your partner to change. I'm saying this out of own personal experience because I have struggled with this. I have uh, most of my life and still sometimes find myself subconsciously hitting pause. Uh, What I mean by that is I'm in my head thinking, okay, only if this happens, right? If only I get this, land this. Um, when I was single, when am I going to get find my next love, right? <laughs> because when I do, then I'm going to decorate my apartment or whatever it is. <laughs> Buy the new socks, clean the house. I don't know. You just pause life and you don't, uh, you don't train yourself to seek nectar, in the day-to-day that doesn't hang on something happening or someone's yes or no, you know? And so with this year being new and fresh, I want to remind you to hit play on your life and not tie it to something that is outside of self, not allow your life slash happy be contingent on something happening or finding love. Um, I know many uh, people, I mean, I mean, the book I wrote on Single on Purpose, I mean, it, it captured a wide net of people who uh, needed to be reminded that um, they didn't have to find love to be happy, right? Of course, you could want love. I didn't say single forever. Um, but you don't have to find love to be happy. You don't have to be in a relationship for life to, to happen, you know? And also, uh, finally, don't pause life waiting for your partner to change because you may be waiting for a long time. I think we all struggle with that, you know, trying to trying to change our partners. If he would only this, if she would only that, ah, if we could only get to this place. And you know what? If you don't, then what? Do you love soft? Do you not show up in a way that you want to? Um, Well, even if you're not logically thinking about it, chances are you are because you've already announced to yourself uh, that you're waiting, that you're waiting for this person to change, you know? Okay, next one. Do it for the plot. You have one life, one story, It holds value because the way it was crafted. So keep crafting. Make it compelling. 
lean into turning points and act breaks. Arc that shit. <laughs> Go somewhere and come back. If you have not, you have not lived, you've only existed, and it's a story that is wasted. Yes, this comes from partly uh, my days as a screenwriter and trying to make stories interesting. But you know what I learned about screenwriting is it um, it applies to us. So all, you know, stories apply to us. I mean, think about um, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey and all of that. That that whole concept, that whole theory, you can cut and paste onto pretty much every movie, but also onto yourself and your life and your story. And it's, I mean, it's been, um, that's been a game changer for me. I mean, I, I apply that to hero's journey and just quickly, if you don't know, um, the call to adventure, going from comfort to discomfort, slaying dragons, returning back to the village changed, right? That process. And I just very uh, simplified it. That could be applied to a workout. That could be applied to dating. That could be applied to a day, a year, right? And I think what's interesting is when you apply something like that, you're not just suffering or going through hardship. Um, you're crafting a story, you know? And so craft a compelling story. You're on this life one, one, one time. And if you haven't gone somewhere and come back, and it's important that you come back uh, because then you're just suffering, right, or stuck. But if you haven't gone somewhere and come back, the, the, the story runs flat. The character doesn't arc. It's not interesting. Okay, the next one, love like, love like it's going to end. And I'm not saying that uh, as in love, like be afraid it's going to end. That's not what I'm saying. Love like it's going to end in that... Um, I, th I think that we all take our partners for granted. I know I do. And it happens uh, the longer that we're with someone, right? Because in the beginning, we're like appreciative and we notice <laughs> the we notice the um, the way her lip curls when she smiles. We notice the kind gestures. We overlook, you know, things that are um, – that we kind of like maybe cringe at, but we notice all the amazing things and appreciate and value and makes us happy. We tell our friends and then, you know, over the months, over the years, it's uh, slowly fades. You move in with someone, you see the uh, dirty socks on the floor and the uh, coffee grinds uh, that they forgot to clean up and you start to notice you're different. And it's really hard to not appreciate your partner, uh, if you don't consciously set that as an intention, because what happens is life happens and um, the days fade and you start taking a black light to what's wrong with them and what you would like to change about them instead of uh, taking a highlight marker and highlighting all the amazing things about them, right? So... When I say love like it's going to end, it may. It may. Nothing's forever. So uh, appreciate who they are instead of trying to change who they are. And after that, I'm going to say John because I'm talking to myself as well. It's something I, I, I struggle with for sure. Um, and as I'm saying this, I'm thinking about past relationships and how 
how much I was, you know, trying to change someone uh, subconsciously, consciously, uh, making the person feel inadequate, incomplete, unheard, unseen. And um, man, I feel bad. I feel bad. I wish I could go back and change some of that. I, you know, I just, I didn't know I was doing it, obviously, right? Next one, imagine each day as a single serving. I say this a lot. Imagine each day as a single serving. It helps me so much knowing that today is today, knowing that uh, today doesn't have to be tied to what happened yesterday or what could happen tomorrow, but today is today. Appreciate the little things that go unnoticed, like hitting REM two nights in a row, which is rare for me. Uh, the way the chopstick, chopsticks snap crisply up, uh, uh, snap apart so cleanly. You know, reading that, that's kind of odd, but when I was writing this, uh, I don't know, that's what came to my mind. <laughs> I was like, no one appreciates how chopsticks are uh, so snappable and so, you know, before you, rarely do chopsticks um, break with splinters and it's like, you know, suddenly you don't have the, the chopstick to eat. I mean, they, they snap perfectly. A lot of times. The throaty growl of your motorcycle when it's um, perfectly tuned. Like my bike, uh, I have a Harley with an exhaust and some headers. And I've modified it to um, where it sounds so perfect. It growls so well. <laughs> the sound of it is, uh, I, I just, it calms me that I, I, um, I could just listen to it while I'm riding without anything else, just the, the wind and, and the, the, the sound of the revving on, on my bike. And it's one of the, the things that I really enjoy. It's one of the reasons why I don't want to sell it because I'm scared that if I get another bike, I'm not going to be able to tune it in the way where it sounds exactly like that, feels like that. Um, expensive chocolate and stepping off a plane. Stepping off a plane, curious about the new environment culture space and excited about exploring right a good hair day which it looks like i'm kind of having um uh, kissing deeply i love i don't know about you but i love kissing I, maybe it's because i'm getting older you know i'm 49 and uh i love to be held i love to be kissed you know when, when you're in your 20s you're just um just trying to put your dick into anything <laughs> and when you're in your 20s you're, you're just your hormones are bouncing up it's like all all you uh all, the only thing that makes you feel feel good is um um uh, putting your penis in something or um or uh your mouth eating something right as you get older uh you start to slow down you start to be more sensitive you start to notice touch and something like kissing becomes, uh, or at least to me, becomes new again. And uh, I love. Is this a little? Is this a little too too much TMI? Anyway, deep kisses, deep meaningful kisses, and uh, being there with someone. And what I mean by being there with someone, and you know, again, these are just the mundane things that we experience that we. Uh, don't appreciate, but being there was for with someone 
meaning going through life together, meaning um, whether your relationship, instead of focusing on how, how what's wrong and and that your relationship isn't perfect and no one's relationship is perfect, but just um, going through it together, you know? I think that's, uh, that's important. Speaking of the little things, uh, as I'm doing this podcast, because I do these out of my garage, my garage door is open and the weather is perfect today. It's uh, crisp. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's for LA. It's chilly, not a cloud in the sky. The palm trees are slightly dancing. It, I feel kind of an ocean breeze. Uh, it rained yesterday. So the air is just super clean and, uh, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And it, and the, uh, breeze sounds kind of like, like the ocean. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, but, uh, it's, uh, it's so calming. I live up in the, uh, uh, the base of the hills in Altadena. So I get more weather here and, uh, I grew up, I been living in LA most of my life and, uh, here it really doesn't feel like LA at times. And, uh, I love the weather here. Like yesterday it rained, today it's got this uh, nice, chill mountain breeze. Anyway, I'm taking a beat to notice it myself and also remind you that things like this is something that you want to take in, not take in just with one you know, pair of eyes, but take in uh, with your senses. Uh, all your senses. I was a guy that never used all my senses. I never dropped into my body. I never felt anything. I just grinded. And so today, uh, to integrate with your environment, appreciate, notice things like breezes is life, is important. Okay, next one. Hug like you mean it. A side hug is not a hug. That's a dead fish handshake. You know what I'm talking about. And... Uh, it's also turning you into a cardboard cutout. Notice the way you hug, hug strong, hug like you mean it. Also, um, notice the rays on your face, the sun, the cold on your lips. I was just talking about weather. A felt connection with another being. So whether that is a conversation or a laugh, or naked bodies, it doesn't matter, but a connection. Or it could be a look, you know? You, you know what's really, I think, sexy and uh, telling is when you share a glance across the room with your partner. And let's say you're like at a social event, a party or something. And, uh, and, and maybe you're even like in a Halloween costume or something, right? And you just share a knowing glance and in that glance it's almost like it's so much in that one glance right it's like i see you we're in this together it's uh i hope you're having fun it's uh, it's also uh you're over there i'm over here and it's okay you know it's also like do your thing i'll do my thing and it's okay and I love that about us. There's so many things in that glance, right? Those are just a few. Um, but that's really nice. And I think that's overlooked. How much uh, we get from, from a glance sometimes. Tell your partner how you would like to be touched. 
And I got to say, uh, I mean, this is for everyone, but I'm speaking especially uh, to women because in our world, uh, and this is a generalization, I understand, but from um, my <laughs> observations, uh, women have neglected their body, what feels good, or even asking for what feels good or how they want someone to touch them because they've been busy uh, performing, making their partner feel good, uh, disconnecting to their bodies, right? And so I think it's important. To tell you, and I, know, I think it's hard. I think many people, uh, it's like, how do I do that? I never do that. It's weird. I feel, you know, and I get it. It's like pedaling a bike. And I'm not saying to demand shit. I'm just saying, hey, this is what I like. Move your partner's hand. Move your partner's head, move, <laughs> talk, communicate, talk, uh, do whatever feels right to you. Uh, I also think your partner will enjoy it. I think um, communication is uh, confidence, it's self-love, and it's sexy. Uh, do that or you won't be there. Okay, next one. This is life, meaning uh, everything I just talked about as well as building your empire and you know whatever your your goals are financial security or if you want a collection of porsches uh obscene success um fine that's life too but this is also life right life is everything in the ocean it's the sand the sharks the waves the calm and the sunken treasure and finally don't tell yourself that this will be your year, right? I hate when people say this because I think it's unfair to the year. Every year is your year. You own it. It's your story. And just because a year was challenging doesn't mean that it was worth less. Just because you have a story doesn't mean you're worth less, right? And if you believe that, then there's no reason why you can't apply that to your year. Your year is not defined by what happens. I know we all define our years by uh, what went down, how much money we made, right? What we accomplished, all of these things. Um, and I know it's hard to push that away and kind of redefine what the value of a year looks like. But um, I think a year is defined by how you lived it. Like your life is defined by that. But if you want to break it down, the year is defined by how, how you lived it, you know? how you pushed through, how you showed up, how you pulled from your authentic self, how you drew boundaries, how you allowed yourself to be creative, whatever, whatever it was, uh, how, how, you, how you showed up. Don't put pressure for any year to save you because it is not its job. Thank you for listening. Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordo. Journey coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community. 
lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive.